You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. Another good night of baseball for the Braves who start July the way that they spent most of June, and that is with another victory. In fact, they're unbeaten this month. It's a great way to start as the Braves beat the Reds by a 9-1 score at Great American Ballpark to open up Independence Day weekend. I'm Grant McCauley. He's Jake Mastriani. This is the Locked On Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube, and make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. Jake, we got a little bit of everything we love to see when it comes to cooking up a recipe for success for the Braves. You had Max Fried on the mound. He was dominating. You had the offense getting the early runs and then getting those add-on runs. And really just nice to see the uh, continuation of the Dansby Swanson story as he might have been quiet in Philadelphia, but he got things started with a bang in Cincinnati. Yeah, we joked yeah. yesterday. It's a it's a new month. And why don't they start it out like they did last month with 14 in a row? And uh, they're they're well on their way for that. But yeah, I loved what uh, Dansby Swanson obviously did, and you know everybody talking about the, the 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 slump that he had or mini slump in Philadelphia, and here he is breaking it out with four hits, and then Max Freed just doing what Max Freed does, and I think both of those guys will be and should be featured in the upcoming All Star game. Yeah, they certainly should be. The All Star voting we've seen this week has been very favorable. Ronald Acuna Jr. getting the most votes of anybody. He's going to be starting this game, at least that's the plan. Brian Snitker is going to be managing it, and it sure would be great to see the Atlanta shortstop and tonight's Atlanta starting pitcher on that all-star squad as well. Let's jump right into things and get you caught up on the line score of game number 78 for the Braves, the opener of a three-game set at Great American Ballpark against the Reds. Braves are now 45-33. and 33. They scored nine runs on 12 hits, made one error, and left six men aboard. The Reds dropped to 26-50 and 50 on the season, a single run on six hits, no errors, seven men left for them. Max Freed dominated over seven innings. He picks up the win. He's eight and two. Mike Miner, the former Brave, takes a loss, drops to one and five. No save in a game that lasted two hours, 52 minutes, and a crowd of 28,606 were on hand to see it up in Cincinnati. They got to see a couple of Braves home runs. Austin Riley in the first inning, then Dansby Swanson with the add-on blast a little bit later in the game, and all of that in support of Max Freed. Seven innings of five-hit ball, one run, no walks, four strikeouts. ERA down to 2.66 on the year as he makes his all-star case. And it's a very compelling one, Jake, through 16 starts this year. It is. And look, in today's games, a lot of times you're going to look at a K per nine to see how dominant a pitcher is. That's not Max Freed. He dominates in a much different way. And I hope that doesn't hurt him when it comes to NL Cy Young discussion because what he's doing is just truly dominant. He had an average exit velocity against tonight of 80.4 miles mm -hmm. per hour. I can't tell you how incredible that is. He only had three hard-hit balls against him all night in seven innings. So this truly was a dominating performance. You can ignore the, the lack of strikeouts. It really was. I mean, he just had – and did it in 94 pitches. Very efficient as well. So, I mean, he's been very good. He hasn't lost a game in his last 14 starts, and the Braves have won 12 of those last 14 yeah. starts that he's made. So, doing exactly what an ace should do. Again, we talked about I think he should be there in the All-Star game, maybe in consideration mm -hmm. to start. And, again, I also mentioned it. I think he needs to be up for the NL Cy Young Award as well. Yeah, I couldn't imagine he'd be outside of the top five in National League Cy Young voting when it comes down to what we've seen over the first half of the season. Max Fried has been right there pitching as well or better than just about anybody. And yeah, there may not have been a ton of strikeouts on this night. He'll have some of those nights where he picks it up. But Jake, you brought it up. The consistent 
weak contact that he generates is a huge part of his success, and he is not afraid to throw strikes. Again, seven innings, no walks, and that's been something that's been a hallmark of Max Fried's success thus far on the season as well. We'll tell you about what's going on with the Braves' offense on this night because things, you know, they got started early and then they added on a bunch late to pick up a 9-1 win. But before that, I want to tell you about Coffee AM because coffee never tasted so good. Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small-batch coffee roaster, and you can go to coffeeam.com slash locked on today and take a look at their full menu of coffees and teas and gift sets. That's coffeeam.com slash locked on. Use the coupon code locked on at checkout to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's coffees, teas, gift sets. Everything's out there for you. Take a look at it. Coffee AM, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. So excited to have them on. I'm a man who loves my coffee. I'm also a man who loves a whole bunch of offense. And the Braves had that on this night. Austin Riley got things started with a two-run homer early on. But Dansby Swanson, what a night for him. A three-run homer. He also had four hits and very nearly hit for the cycle, if not for a nice diving play in the gap by Tommy Pham. But you'll take a four-hit night after going 0 for 12 in the Philly series, triple shy of the cycle. And Dansby, if you had any worries about, okay, is he heading back in the other direction? I think he gave us the answer, Jake, tonight. And the answer to that is no. I like what I've been doing. I'm going to keep doing that some more. Yeah, certainly love to see that from Dansby. And I heard him in the interview after the game talk about it, and we kind of noticed it in Philly. He felt like he was just missing some balls, and he was still barreling some up and just didn't have had luck going his way. And I think that's very true. There were some balls there in Philly that I thought he struck well, and that'll happen. And he he knows that. He's been in the league long enough now, and he's had enough bad luck go against him that sometimes this game's just going to be cruel that way. So nice to see him continue to stay focused, composed, and come out and have a big night And his three-run homer late in that game really kind of broke this game open because the offense was struggling a little bit early on to to get some runs and to kind of put the game away. Credit to Mike Miner, made some good pitches in some key, key spots, but it was really that Dansby Swanson homer late in the game where you could really just finally sit back and say, okay, uh, I think they got this one. It was the old Braves lefty Mike Miner against the current Braves lefty Max Fried. It was a pretty well-pitched game. Austin Riley really capitalized on the one mistake that Miner made, so kind of a tough luck loss for him as he drops to 1-5 and five on the year. For Riley, meanwhile, 2-for-4, that home run, three runs knocked in. He's now got 46 RBI on the season. Dansby Swanson has 46 runs batted in as well. Both those guys on track for 100 RBI seasons, or at least on pace for it, as we sit here approaching the All-Star break in a couple of weeks. And perhaps the biggest and best news of the night, uh, something the Braves have been looking forward to all week, that's getting Ronald Acuna Jr. back in the lineup. He had missed four games dealing with that foot injury, that uh, ball that he fouled off his left foot that really had him hobbled for a couple of days there, especially last weekend. He was back in there, didn't look any worse for the wear, two for three, did get hit by a couple of pitches, though nothing that uh, should get anybody up in arms, I don't think. Had a double, scored a couple of runs. I thought Ronald looked great. He was DHing tonight. He'll be back in the outfield soon enough, but great to see him back at the top of the order setting the tone. Yeah, it was. I mean, look, he's one of the most exciting players in baseball, and now he's joined by maybe the next ex most exciting player in baseball in Michael Harris, and they had yeah. two of the bigger at-bats of the night, Michael Harris drawing that walk, and then Acuna following him up with a double before that Dansby home run that I talk about, talked about that really broke things open. So, I mean, having those two back-to-back -back in a lineup and Dansby right behind them with the way that they're hitting and that catch that Michael Harris made late in the game in the gap, me and you, I think, both tweeted it at the same time. I didn't see yours till after mine, but that was Andrew Jones-esque right there if I have ever seen it. And that is just really fun to watch. Andrew, one of my favorite players of all time. So if we are getting the second coming of that defensively, I am very much on board. So love watching both of those guys play, and it just really makes that – bottom and top of the order just so dynamic for the Atlanta Braves when those three guys are in there playing the way they are.
It really does. It's the way that they get on base, the way that they are, they're hitting, the way that they're running the bases, having Michael Harris, Ronald Acuna Jr., then Dansby Swanson in any order uh, in at the top of the Braves lineup. And then at the bottom where Harris has been, just a really key piece in helping the Braves turn everything over and set the table for the top. You want to give Ronald Acuna Jr. the opportunity to hit with runners on base. Clearly, you want to give Dansby Swanson that opportunity, and that really worked out. And for Harris and the defense, it's just another night and another great catch for him as he has continued to be one of the best center fielders in terms of outs above average and really has made such a splash in just about everything he's done and brought to the Braves and just doing it again. It only happens on days that end in Y, and Michael Harris has been a big part of the Braves' success since making his debut in late May. A great game for the Braves. They pick up a couple of runs early, score seven runs in the final three frames to win this one walking away. One other note of sorts, uh, Silvino Bracco made his Braves debut. He tossed a scoreless ninth. I don't know how long he is for the Braves' bullpen, but this was a move that Atlanta made after last night's game and just needing another arm because Jesus Cruz, he kind of had to wear it for the Braves after Ian Anderson got knocked out in the second inning yesterday. Yeah, I'm laughing because I don't know if you saw the, the comment from Snit before the game. I don't know anything about him. First time I've ever seen him or heard of him is just a very awesome, classic Brian Snicker quote right there. But yeah, I loved that the Braves, you know, tacked on some runs late so he could get in there. And again, like you said, I don't know how long he's around for, but the guy throws strikes. And I know Brian Snicker loves those kind of guys. That's why he's leaned on Jesse Chavez for so long because yep. Chavez comes in there and throws strikes. And that's what you want in those guys, especially in those situations where you're just trying to save some bullets in the bullpen and give a guy you know a guy that can come in and eat those innings and hopefully more so when you're up by that many and not like the night before when you're down by that many runs so yeah good to see him get out there and get a clean debut yeah you'll certainly take that and a night where a position player doesn't have to pitch is also a sort of a win in my book so the braves collected nine runs in this one to grab a nine to one victory over the Reds. And as you may know, I've collected baseball cards for most of my life. So I'm excited to tell you about the Sports Card Investor app. And whether you're a casual card collector or somebody who's hardcore about it or somebody just looking for that alternative investment opportunity, the free Sports Card Investor app has something for you. Browse over 600,000 cards from every sport with hundreds more added each week. You can check the latest values of your favorite cards in your collection and find the best prices and buy directly through the app on the eBay deals feature. Download the Sports Card Investor app today. You can find it on Google Play or the Apple App Store or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on to find out more. Let's talk about game two of the series as the Braves go into the weekend, having grabbed the opener and will look to secure a series victory. And they'll look to do so behind Spencer Strider on Saturday afternoon. It's a 4.10 p.m. Eastern time. First pitch at Great American Ballpark. Spencer Strider against Tyler Malley. And I think Tyler Malley and obviously Luis Castillo the Reds are going to field some calls on some of their starting pitchers and they're probably going to be a very popular team for clubs to go after at the trade deadline. A couple of arms that could be showcased here over the next few weeks, and I think Tyler Malley is certainly one of them. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if they get some calls on that and make a deal before these next two games because uh, I mentioned it on Locked On Braves. These aren't going to be easy games for them with Mally and uh, Luis Castillo, two really good pitchers. Mally had an ERA under three in the month of June, so he's really on a roll right now. Luis Castillo, I think, has some of the best stuff in yep. all of baseball. So these are going to be a couple of hard games for the Braves. That's why it's so important to pick up that first game of the series. But certainly games you, you hope the Braves will win. And the, look, the – Strategy against the Reds, much like it was against the Phillies, get to that bullpen as quickly mm -hmm. as possible and go to work. You saw that's what they did on Friday. So, you know, as good as those guys are, you get them out after six, seven innings, and the game's, you know, still, you know, you still have a chance in the game. I feel good about the Braves' chances, and hopefully they can do that 
Really want to see what Spencer Strider can do. I thought his last start, you know, in a big spot against a big yep. team on primetime matchup, I thought that was his best outing of the year so far. So looking forward to seeing how he builds on that. Yeah, not hyperbole to say best start of his young career thus far. He really handcuffed the Dodgers his last time out, had the Braves in line for a victory there. Clearly things didn't play out the way they wanted it to, but Spencer Strider gives his club a chance to win, and doing so against the Dodgers I think was a huge shot in the arm for him, big shot of confidence. He's 3-2 and two on the year, has a 3.02 ERA. Tyler Malley, meanwhile, is 3-6 and six on the year with an ERA just over 4.5. Those two will lock up at 4.10 p.m. Eastern time at Great American Ballpark as the Braves look to make it two in a row and secure another series victory over the Cincinnati Reds. Thanks for joining us here on the Locked On Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you subscribe here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it was a great night up in Cincinnati for the Braves to take the opener of their three-game series by a 9-1 score over the Reds. For Jake Mastriani, I'm Grant McCauley. We look forward to talking to you soon, and we hope you have a safe and enjoyable Independence Day weekend. So until next time, so long, everyone.